we were building probably about a hundred links a month, and I thought okay. that was phenomenal. But it was hard to manage that. Mm. And now we're we're, we're pushing a thousand, um, and there's no upper limit. I mean, I would never have thought, uh, you know, three years ago that we were building going to be building this many links. But we are, and we can we can double that. And what we couldn't do before, we couldn't take clients on that wanted hundreds of links. We just mm. couldn't cope with it. Um, but now we can. I've realised in life that we we sometimes are we self-impose ourselves as to what we can achieve or what we can do. Uh, I'm as guilty as anyone with that. But um, you, you realise and talk to other people that have done bigger things, it opens your perspective as to what you can do as a business. Um, so yeah, we, we there's no reason why we can't do that. And why I thought we couldn't before was just, it's a matter of, of scale, and it's a matter of systems, and it's a matter of mindset. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back. Today I have Jason Morris, CEO of Profit Engine, joining me today. So Jason has built and run his own agency for over eight years and has become a trusted expert in the world of link building. Um, he's here to share his take on the industry today and how Profit Engine is providing solutions in the constantly changing world of link building and SEO. So Jason, I'm really excited to have you on with me today. Um, I can't wait to hear more about your stories, your experience in the industry, and just your take on how everything's changing. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, you know, you and I were talking a little bit um, offline and we started getting into some of your stories, but I'm really excited to bring you on, press record and actually get some of that <laughs> rolling and, and able to share yeah. with others. So um, kick me off. How did you discover your passion for SEO and link building? It's a strange one. I, I sort of fell into things. Um, okay. So we're, we're going back now, back in time. 2015 I've been running a sales and marketing business for a long time um, consulting for other companies um, at the time I was running a um, in-house sales team and they had appointment setters they had um, guys that went, were out on the road and we noticed that um, it was getting harder to book appointments harder to get in front of people um, and people were moving towards the web and as, as a source of, of information before so you could see the way that things were changing so I started to go down the rabbit hole looking at, at where were they going? How were they finding the trusted sources? And um, it led me to SEO. Um, I looked at a number of courses and, and that was a way that, that I was going. Um, it, on the other side of things, I've been taken on by a company uh, to run a um, consultancy operation. Um, and I got made redundant. Um, and at the same time, my mum uh, was diagnosed with cancer. So it was... Um, like a trans transitional year, and I, I didn't really do anything um, but look after mum and, and spend time with her. Uh, and then after that, it, it just left me in a bit of a, I don't know what to do. I could see things were changing, so I needed to, to do something. Um, when I looked at SEO, uh, and, I, and I still look at it this way today, there was there's generic bits to it, but there was always parts of SEO that everyone hates doing. Um, and I looked at two things. One of them was, was um, conversion rate optimization. I thought, wow, that seems a uh, something that could be a, a useful thing to to get my head onto. And the other one was link building. Um, I'd already seen that people hated it. People didn't want to do it. People found it hard. Um, and I thought, oh, okay. And a lot of it was outreach. Now I'd done outreaches in sales. We'd run email campaigns. And I thought, okay, maybe this is the way. 
And at the same time, I was, I was training. I was picking up any information I could. I was a member of a couple of Facebook groups. Um, some of the guys, early guys, BB was on there, uh, Alan Silvestri. There's a number of guys that were part of this group that are all quite well-known link builders now. Um, and yeah, it was a learning curve. Um, bits, of, bits of work and then started to look at patterns. Um, there was two things that really made me think about how we, we could put this together. One was Ryan Stewart had his blueprint training. So everything was spreadsheeted and he was building links and that made sense to me. So uh, that's how I started. Um, one guy, one agency client that I was building links for. And that was a, that was a start of my journey. When you first started out to um, create Profit Engine, did you have some sort of ultimate dream or goal and and actually kicking off your own agency? No, no. I'll be honest with you. It was doing it was pure survival. It was okay. I, I thought there was an opportunity to do this here. And I would say um, that the first couple of years were like that. It was okay. keeping your head down just and then suddenly you look up and you have a business. And you don't always realize this sometimes because we, we get stuck in the weeds and then suddenly you look up and actually you've got staff and you've got systems in place. They're not great, but they're systems. Uh, and that's how we, we started. It was, I, we had a, a few good clients and interestingly, I've still got clients that, that were with me from 2016. So, which I know is, is quite unusual in the link building game, but yeah, we've had long-term clients that we look after. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was a case of trying to just survive, but we did, and we managed, it and we grew from there. Um, and I suppose that was Profit Engine version one uh, was mm. just to get up and running and and um, and have a cash flow and a business that was growing. Um, I had some great help over the, 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 you know, a number of people that helped me. Guys like um, James Dooley, who's um, who, who's big in in a number of affiliate and gambling. But I worked out of James's office for for quite a while. I owe a lot to James. He's been he was really instrumental in helping me understand and network with other people. Um, so I, I owe he's one of the people I owe quite a lot to. I was wondering if we could fast forward today. Um, tell me who is Profit Engine at its core. Can you introduce me to you know your team and the, the people you primarily serve? Okay, so in essence, I'd say we're a family business, um, which I know is quite unusual in. in in the sort of SEO space generally, especially in link building. So my two sons, Hugo and Jasper, both work for me. Hugo's worked for me for a number of years. He handles operations and Hugo sort of learned the ropes through link, building links with me um, all the way through to now managing teams and the system we have. Um, so we, I'll talk about the systems later, but, but he handles all that side of things. Um, and then Jasper, Jasper worked with us for a while when we first was starting to grow a bit, but then went off to do his own thing. Um, he worked for another link building agency that grew quite large and, and was sold, um, worked on systems and on sales. Um, so about um, early this year, in spring of this year, he came back to the business with uh, a, a number of new ideas and, and, and ways to sort of move things forward. Um, so he's handling the sales and marketing side of things and is really the face of it. And um, he's got the ego to go with it. So he's, um, he's fine. <laughs> Um, so he was okay trying to muscle. Him. He was trying to muscle in to come to come and sit next to me, but I was. I said no because um, he'd take over. So yeah. So Jasper does. Um, Jasper's that side of the business, and, um, and and my role sort of changed. As I said, it was in the weeds. Less so now. 
uh, and looking at partnerships, looking at um, maybe looking at the strategy going forward. Um, and that's that's the plan that we have now. Um, as regards a team that actually carry out the work, we have um, a team based in the Philippines that we've had and grown for um, since the, the business has been um, really started. I started with a couple of uh, um, guys in, in the Philippines. I, I don't want to say virtual assistants. I don't like the term VA. These are instrumental in this business. Um, and they've been with me for, you know, these guys have been with me six, some of them have been with me six years. Okay. Um, and, and we use a company that uh, handles, they have an office out there, a company called Remote Seeker. Uh, they're really, really good guys. Um, I know the, the people that own the business and they find us really good staff. Uh, and then we, we look after them, we train them. They have a process. Uh, we use um, ClickUp uh, as a management system for our back end. Um, we heavily automate uh, and we're doing more and more now with that um, to take away any of the little jobs that, that can be automated to leave the guys free to, free to look at, uh, at link building more. Um, and then within that, just to give you some overview, we have a data team, a link building team. So data team are, are working within Pitchbox to um, create campaigns, come up with um outreach templates, pull that data in for each of the clients, and then they do the outreach and manage the inboxes within Pitchbox. Um, and then that data is given to the link builders, um, and then they use that to do to craft their outreach more and to, to when there's a, a relationship start to build with a, with, a, with a site, they'll take over and handle it from there. Um, okay. So, yeah, we've got two different teams that, that work around that. I did want to talk to you about so we're talking about like the structure of your team and, and how you guys are handling things. But from my understanding, um, you guys are also, you know, working with very diverse verticals, you know, SaaS, e-commerce affiliates, et cetera. Um, I'm just curious, how do you tailor make your strategies to resonate with each of those unique industries? Yeah, it's it's a, a difficult one. Um, I mean, we have now two main client bases. One is um, agencies okay. and the other is um, companies that need link building but don't want an agency they may have an in-house team but in-house teams don't really want to build links they may have an in-house seo manager but they don't want to do the link building so we will handle that for those guys everything is bespoke as regards regards to the strategy um we tend to have a, a certain way of working with clients we tend to look at um, for internal companies one of the things they have is how do they prove that this is valuable that link building is valuable so we tend to look at um, Ahrefs data, and we'll, we'll look at where they're ranking outside, maybe twenty to position five, with a fairly easy keyword difficulty. So we we'll look at the pages, and we're we'll close to the pages where, with a few links, relevant links to those pages, we can push the rankings up for those keywords. And mm-hmm. that's it's the the low hanging fruit. That's what we go for first, and that proves that yeah, it works, and and that's what we tend to do, and then. We say, look, this is a long-term game and, and stay with us and, and reap the rewards. Um, okay. So agencies tend to, we, we've got a, a couple of large agencies where their focus is e-commerce businesses. Um, and we've noticed they've changed a lot. We're building links, uh, link inserts, niche edits, or we're, we're pitching content, um, blog content within e-commerce pages. And then those e-commerce pages, uh, those sorry, those sites, e-commerce sites, the pages are, um, linking back into the real, the key pages back. So they're not. We're not linking into their sales pages. We're linking into content, and then that that is pushed back. Uh, all the internal linking is done that way. 
Um, and we're okay. seeing that work really, really well. Okay. Well, I hope I'm not, I hope I'm not spoiling anything here. Cause I, I did want to talk to you about some of your, your favorite, you know, link building tactics and just kind of what your, your take on the industry was. Um, I mean, so without making you repeat too much, uh, like I'm curious you know, when you're, when it comes to securing links for your clients, like what is it? What is your main strategy? Is it kind of what you're just saying now, or is it something different? To be honest, it's we, we guest post outreach. We still works really, really well for us. Um, okay. Con- content outreach as well. We pitch content. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think we're building nearly a thousand links a month, so it, it's not a. It's a. It, it's quite a large amount. We're running multiple campaigns. Every client within Pitchbox has their own campaigns that we run. So okay. we. So everyone has a fresh campaign set up because we're looking for relevance links that are relevant to those to to, to that um audience and that becomes increasingly hard with with link inserts but if you can find a page that's relevant on a site that's relevant they're, they're super powerful so that's a big focus for us uh, and we've seen a lot of benefit to that so i'd say link inserts guest post button we we have launched a harrow service so we are starting to see really good benefits and that ties in with the way that the helpful content update and AI generated content authority sites will increasingly win out. So you need mm. Harrow as well as all the link building methods to, in, you're looking to increase your authority of your site. Um, Google likes brands, they love brands, because uh, well, we love brands. We all love, you know, that's who we gravitate to. And it's the same for sites uh, and you'll see that more and more. And that's why sites that have won in the recent update really shouldn't. That, you know, we've got Forbes that are winning places for, you know, health products. And really, is that what they should win for? But no, the, mm. the site's so strong that they're winning. So we, we're seeing this as a, a combined strategy now. Harrow to help boost the overall authority, brand value of the site, where niche edits, guest posts, to focus relevance into the pages that you really want to see growth to. So that's where we, we're really focusing our efforts now. I love that. Um and especially as you're mentioning AI, I've got a couple questions for you about that down the road. Um, you know, based on everything that you're you're telling me now, do you have like a go-to link building tactic that you swear by? I, I still say guest post. Okay. And, and the reason, maybe it's the way that we do it as well. So we, um, we pitch content, but based on um, what we see within the site. So if we're pitching a, a site that is a fitness site, um, and we can see that they, they're looking to rank for keywords. We will write content. We will not just pitch them any, just a guest post. We will write them something that will help them rank. So okay. we use Surfer to write the content. So the, the content's optimized. But we're looking at pitching. What I would want is someone pitches a guest post to me. I want something relevant that is for a keyword that I'd like to rank for because that's a benefit. So it's a two-way benefit. So that's what we do. We, we, we pitch something that is relevant to the client, to the, to the site, relevant to our client, obviously, but that could help them rank for a keyword. And, and that works really, really well. We get, we get a better up, uptake with that. Um, definitely the way, the way that we're doing it. And as we're seeing, and we'll probably talk about this, Pitchbox, their new, um, the way that you can create, use AI to create outreach mails is just, is awesome. Um, and I, I think that that's going to be the way forward. And this, we're just experimenting with, with, uh, with the way that AI can really help. We think it's got a, a real future for link building. I'm not sure how all across the board, but in some areas, it's really helpful. 
Okay. Okay. I love that. It, I'll put in a pin in that real quick. And because I want to circle back to something you mentioned earlier, you were talking about how you said you're building like a thousand links a month or, or maybe yeah. I, I have that wrong. So, you know, you're doing quite a bit of link building within a month. And when you say that, I'm curious if someone came to you aiming to get links at scale, you know, what, what strategy would you recommend? Well, normally we'd, we'd take them through, um, the AI, AI link protocol, because people don't know what they don't know. Uh, a lot mm. of people come to us and the, how many links do I need? What velocity do they need to be? What are my competitors? So with that in mind, that's what we did. So we used, uh, we, we created the AI link protocol, which is sort of hybrid. It's human and AI. So we use AI to help us score the sites that, that the client has links from. Okay. So we, we, we created a, a scoring system, um, uh, and the way that we've got the AI model, it looks at the score to see whether it can, it will give you a level then so that when we pull that data back, we can say to the client, so to be honest, compared to the competitors, you need X amount of links. Hmm. So just to keep up and your link velocity needs to be X to be able to, to grow. So it, it means that we take the guesswork out of seeing how many links you need sometimes it, the painful thing with that is though it could be more than the client it's a bit of a wake-up call sometimes for a client because they may say well i've only got a this is my budget well we have to be saying well we've done the data if you really want to rank you're gonna this is what you're gonna have to spend um but it means that we both we all know where we stand we all know where we stand with it so it's been a great help um it's really early days for it and we're still tweaking it but the feedback and, and the way it's working is we're really really happy we're super happy because it just allows us then to create a plan for the year ahead what links what pages we build links to what keywords we think we can rank for short term and longer term um that's that's been that's been really really important for us okay this is, you know, it's sort of a high level question here, but worth getting into, you know, in your eyes, what do you think makes a link truly valuable? For me and for what we've seen from our experience, um, relevance is still key. Okay. Um, I think relevance, whether that happens, I think longer term relevance and power are going to be the two things that will matter. You're going to need high authority links, which are, are super difficult to get, but relevance is still key. And I mean that if you if you have got like a um, a blog about I don't know dogs everyone uses dogs I don't know why but if you've got a, a blog about dogs uh, and even if the sites um, that you want to you, you want to links from even low DR sites because it's just that relevance level as well and we will go back to clients and say and then just taking a step back we have a certain we use Ahrefs as a DR level so we pin DR thirty as a as a metric with good traffic um, as, a, as a starting point for clients. But sometimes we'll have a site that's DR15, but it's super relevant. So right. we'll say, look, you know, you, you get this link because you can and you need it. So um, relevance is important. Traffic, and, and all, when I say traffic as well, a lot of people look at traffic and think, oh, that's great. What you have to do is look into the traffic because so many sites are ranking for um you know what? I don't know what what shirt did Channon Tatum wear last year, and and these super long tail keywords. It don't matter, but right. they rank for them and they have traffic. But they're they're false metrics. We um we have a sixteen point checklist that we take sites through before we use. So obviously we have relationships with sites and we have 
database with the relationships, but all of them go through a, a process of um, are, are there link spammy so they do they have gambling links are is the content good um where is the audience um all of these things we use as a way of vetting a site before we we use it um that's been a big differentiator and that's helped us to weed out um the, the bad ones but it also means that we our outreach we just have to do more outreach and more focused outreach um and hence that's why we, we use pitchbox really Okay. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a fantastic answer. Um, you know, I, I think this is within the same vein, but it, you know, it's worth talking about. I think link building, it can sometimes garner, you know, mixed opinions. And I'm wondering where you stand. Do you feel like it's overrated, underrated, or even, you know, kind of fairly rated within the industry? Okay. This, this, it is one of those loaded questions, but, but my view is, I think it's underrated. Um, okay. I, I think, and I think it's become it's become underrated over the last year or two. Um, if you see guys that are doing what we call black hat, and I think, you know there is no hat, but but guys that, that build lots of links, um, especially good affiliate guys, they they win out. They really win mm. out. People telling you that just content alone is gonna is gonna work. No, you need more than that. You need you need people to see it. You need authority. Um, and Google needs to know that that content is, you know, relevant links give you the right signals. Um, digital PR has sort of changed people's perception, but, you know, digital PR is measured on links. It's all links. It doesn't matter what you want to dress it up as, it's links. Um, and I think some people um, underrate it because they find it hard to do or because they stick to the, the Google guidelines. I'd say, you know, they're underrated. Um, and I think the importance of links over the next couple of years, I think it's going to become more important. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love that question because I love getting people's uh, take and figuring out, you know, basically their, their hot take on, a, as you said before, a loaded question, you know, what people really think about links and um, yeah. their value in the industry. It's it's always a good one to talk about. Um, well, we're seeing, Sarah, you're seeing sites, really good sites, great content, but they don't rank. Yeah. And it's links that make that difference. Um, you see sites that we know, and we're seeing, you know, um, Parasite SEO grow um, because of authority, because those sites have the power, the sheer power um, to win through. So anyone saying that Google has a fair and equitable sort of, way of looking at things it's not true I, for me the the link building is is hard baked into that algorithm that they have so it's difficult to separate that um as much as they'd like to and like to steer us away from that i and i can understand why because mm. seos as a whole always look to game everything it's just by the neck the sort of people that are attracted to seo uh, are looking to game hack you know look for shortcuts um and that's fine. You know, everyone has a way of winning things out, um, especially if you haven't got much budget. Yeah. Oh, I, I definitely want to talk to you more on that, especially, you know, when we're getting into the, it feels like we're gravitating towards the changes in the industry and the landscape yeah. at large. Before we get there, though, just like a quick detail about how you do things. Um, so when clients approach Profit Engine for link building, um, how, how do you structure your pricing? Is it like per link? It's like a monthly model or something, some larger package? 
Um, we, we've tr- over the years we've tried loads of things. So when I first started, when it was just me, it was it was hourly, and then we looked at, at having a retainer base, and we'd look at how many links that we could get for that retainer. But businesses want to quantify what they're paying money for, so we moved to a, a, a price per link. And since we've done that, everything's straightforward. Uh, as I say, we've got clients that have been with us years and years, uh, mm-hmm. and they every month. We, we build links to, you know, we talk, we sit down, we talk with them and we look at the strategy and we, we carry on building links. Um, so the, the, that model has always worked for us. Others have different models, but I think across the industry, per link is um, it's just quantifiable. Um, the metrics that we use to measure that link are just what the industry likes. I mean, it's if I had my way, I'd, I'd be looking at different metrics. I'd be looking at, you know, the a link value, not just based on Ahrefs, but based on um, the type of traffic they get. You know, the the, the quality of their their anchor text, um, the the inbound to outbound link ratio. All those sort of things are important. Um, but hey, that's not what the industry has. So this is where we are. So we use um, Ahrefs, um, and then we use and traffic, and then everything goes through our, our process, and then it's per link, and you can have. Um, we tend to have a, a, a minimum, really about five links, but we don't really have many small clients like that, to be honest. Um, some of our agency clients have lots and lots of links. We manage, um, we're just finishing a process with agencies. So we've worked with the, an agency to develop internal reporting that really gives them value to give to their client. So we, we've hard baked our system in as well so that when they present at the end of the month, they've got something of real value to give. So we, we're hoping to go live with that probably in the new year so that agencies can have, it's just a value add because link builders, you know, we all, we all supply links, but giving an agency something more, that's what we look to do. Um, but we've got clients that will have hundreds of links and, you know, we can, we, we work on a, a fixed price for those guys depending on time scale, uh, how many they want, how long they want to work with us for. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I love being able to ask that question. Cause I think, you know, everyone does everything a little bit differently and it gives yeah. people a good, good picture and, and point of comparison. I wanted to circle back on some of the points that we were discussing earlier. Cause we, we started talking about uh, the industry at large today and some of the changes. And I, I think that's such an interesting conversation. There's so much happening right now. And, yeah. and um, you've already shared a couple of your takes on AI and, you know, I, I can guess on some of your opinions, but I, I won't want to spoil them. So I'll, I'll you know, do you justice and, and ask. Um, can you just take me back, you know, can you paint a picture of the current landscape and relationship between AI and link building? You know, w- what kind of changes and developments are we navigating at the moment? It, it seems that links have sat outside of the whole, everything's been about content because of, right. of AI and the ability to, to scale content like we have never seen before. I mean, it's right. changed everything. And also pretty decent content, you know, mm-hmm. as, as a whole. Um, but I think that means in a, in a world where you can produce content at scale and anyone could produce content at scale for, for pennies, really, what then is a differentiator? Well, there's a couple of things. One, um, we're seeing, and uh, I think other SEOs will see the same, that getting content indexed is harder. Um, because I think there's such a, a, a backlog. I mean, you know, Google, have, obviously their infrastructure is amazing, but everyone is just pumping content out now right. because there's no, you haven't got a 
you're not restricted by anything. So you're seeing people post thousands of pieces of content. So indexing is becoming an issue for, for a lot of people. Um, and I, I see in the future, link building, I think will be the differentiator because in a world where everyone can produce content, um, even stunning content, how's it going to stand out? Well, it's going to need links. Uh, and I think links will become really, really important with helpful content update uh, and the way that things that the playing field is at the moment. Uh, a lot of affiliate guys are feeling left out. Um, and I'm not sure how that's going to pan out. I think Google might come back again and pull back. But at the moment, content's not being indexed. Um, everyone can do it. So I think links over the next year will be the the factor that helps people to, to push the needle more. You did talk a lot about, um, you know, some of the ways that you're engaging with AI at, at Profit Engine, but I want to make sure I'm not missing anything there. You know, if you were to... Um, then maybe maybe look forward a bit. How do you personally um, plan to kind of navigate some of those changes and and maybe use it to your advantage within your own agency? So we, we we're using it um, as I say for the AI link protocol. We'd like to expand right. that more um, and see how we can use that to. It's how we interrogate the data that we pull back. Um, so we we, we want to look at how we. Um, model ways that we can find valuable links and links maybe that other people aren't finding sites that people aren't approaching um and that's what we're going to look at going forward for that we want to look at ClickUp. we use for the back end so pitchbox and ClickUp are our two main we have spp for some of our payments um but we've automated a lot of that now internally we're just still investigating where we can use it gareth simpson who you who you, you, you might know from seeker gareth is a man around um ai link building um so i need to i need to talk to gareth again and uh, there might be things that we're missing that we need to be doing okay no but i, I think everything you said it's um, it sounds like you're already plugging into it. You're, you're keeping an eye on all the changes and just like anyone, like all of us, uh, doing the best to navigate these changes. Um, you were talking about Pitchbox, and I, I did want to dig into that a little bit. Um, I understand that they're a big part of everything in, that you're doing today, but you know, if you were to take me back a bit and set the scene, what 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 were your processes like pre-Pitchbox? What did your uh, agency look like? Like what? What was that like at that time? It, it was um, Google Sheets. That was okay. it. And then you, using GMAS to do outreach. Um, and so we had a few clients and it, and had two um, two guys working for me at, the, at that stage, um, helping me you know, process, find the data. It was everything. We were pulling data down from Ahrefs, trying to create campaigns. It was, it was really, really tough. Yeah. So... I, I can't remember how someone mentioned Pitchbox. So I set up a call with Michael Janellis. Um, and I can, st I can still remember the day I had this. This is, and, and the, the reason is, Sarah, that, um, budget wise, it was more than I thought it was going to be. Okay. But as Michael taught me through, it wasn't where we were. It was where the software would take us, where Pitchbox mm -hmm. would take us. And, and so I had to take a, a calculated risk. Um, but my goodness, as soon as we took the system, because the way with the pitch box, and it made sense to me because we were doing something similar, you know, the way you're inspecting sites, 
um, and then you compose and then you send out the, the, the process that you go through in Pitchbox was so logical. Um, it was a no brainer. Hmm. And the way that we could scale and Pitchbox could scale with us, uh, and that's been the case. Um, so we're sending out, you know, tens of thousands of emails. Um, and I, I, without Pitchbox, we wouldn't have a business. I'll put it that way. Um, been instrumental in um, in helping us grow and in being and this is the other thing as well pitchbox allows us to have a, a granular level of um, uh, relevance um, and a granular level of personalization that you you just don't get anywhere else mm-hmm. uh, and the way that we have multiple inboxes that we can manage and, and with our team structure we we manage um it just makes it it just makes it awesome so it was a big risk, and I can still remember coming off the phone thinking, oh, "Am I going to do this?" Um, but it was one of the best decisions I made with the business, I would say. Um, but yeah, it's been a big part. Um, and as I said to you before the um, before we came on air, that um, uh, I'm an evangelist for, for the for the business, and I, I've shown so many people Pitchbox because it's um, if you really want to get serious about link building, um, there's there isn't really anything like Pitchbox out there that will allow you at scale to, to, to grow campaigns and to grow a link building business because it, it just allows you to, to, to do that, that, that huge growth. We were building probably about a hundred links a month and I thought okay. that was phenomenal, but it was hard to manage that. It, it's, it's also the managing various campaigns and inboxes that that's where the issues start to grow. Right. And because I've been in business a long time and I've worked in, in other businesses, I, I knew what I needed but I couldn't find it. And then Michael came on and it was like, ah, yeah, this is it. And it made sense. So we, yeah, we're doing about a hundred, probably a bit less than that actually some months. Mm-hmm. And now we're, we're, we're pushing a thousand. Um, and there's no upper limit. I know link building agencies that are building a lot more links than us that use Pitchbox. Um, we're still, I mean, I would never have thought, uh, you know, three years ago that we were building, going to be building this many links. But we are, and we can we can double that. And what we couldn't do before, we couldn't take clients on that wanted hundreds of links. We just mm. couldn't cope with it. Um, but now we can, um, and we have the process to do that. So that was a big thing. But it's only through the system we set up within ClickUp uh, and the way we have Pitchbox. So the two things together underpin the whole business, and obviously the systems that we put in place. But um, we we could we could scale a lot more and i think that's that's probably what we're going to do wow okay that's that's wild to think about you said it was like a three year time period right you went from like a 100 links to now you... well we were building a few hundred by a few, few years okay. uh, about three we were building hundreds of links then but okay to, to go to, to hit towards this level was like i couldn't even believe it but mm-hmm. it's like anything in life and it i, I think it's um, I never mentioned before, but my background, I, a long time ago, I was a tree surgeon. So my, I went, okay. I did horticulture. So my background was completely different, but I, I wanted to get into sales and, um, and, uh, I, I'd read a lot of motivational books and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go for this. And I got a job in sales and, um, it was, um, how can I explain? Uh, there was a, a team of us and every day, every week on a Friday, the lowest performer got, got, the sack and go, was was gone it was wow. it was a it was cutthroat so um it was a huge change for me and the reason i'm mentioning this is that uh, i've realized in life that it, 
we, we sometimes are, we self-impose ourselves as to what we can achieve or what we can do. Uh, I'm as guilty as anyone with that, but um, you, you realize and talk to other people that have done bigger things. It opens your perspective as to what you can do as a business. Um, so yeah, we, we, there's no reason why we can't do that. And why I thought we couldn't before was just, it's a matter of, of scale and it's a matter of systems and it's a matter of mindset. Um, thinking about where you could be as a business and what you could grow. Link building is quite an interesting one. As a business, I know lots of link builders and we're friends, even though we're competitors. And the, the reason is there's still huge amounts of opportunities around, lots of opportunities. Um, the, the, it's still, there's still plenty to go at. Um, there's lots of companies that have an in-house team that need links that are not mm. building them. Or they're working with an agency that's charging them five grand a month and building them two links. Mm. And they've got great reports and maybe one or two pieces of content. So it's they're the people that we know we can help. And that's what we think. And there's hundreds of thousands of those businesses. So when I came into this, I'm looking at it thinking, wow, there's not a lot of link building agencies around. There is, but grand scheme of things coming from outside of the SEO space, I can see that there's still, a, you know, untapped, big untapped areas. So, um, yeah. Don't be, I think the, more, the the message is don't, um, you can let your inner self tell you where you can, what you can achieve. And, and that's not the case. Um, if it can be done, then you can do it. I think on that note, um, why do you love what you do and what gets you out of bed every morning? Um, I still like learning things. I, I, I think SEO is always ever-changing and there's always something to read. Um, and what I, what we talked about before, um, Profit Engine being version one, right. um, I'd say last year we were starting to coast a bit. We were doing okay and, and things are okay. Um, but coasting is not great for a business and you can't do that. So with Jasper coming on board, we sat down and looked at where we could be over the next year. Uh, and we think we can... Uh, by mid next year, we can hit 1500 to 2000 links. That's where we want to do. Um, wow. And for that, we need to work with really good agencies that want to deliver good links, find other um, businesses that are, are growing that, that have used an agency, but um, are not getting what the value that they want. And a lot of that is around how many links have been uh, delivered to them. Um, that's going to be profit engine version two. Um, and then we don't know where, what else we're going to look at for next year. We, 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 we don't want to diversify too much because we're known to do one thing and one thing well, and that's what we want to keep doing. But um, we think that version two, Profit Engine version two, is going to be a, a different animal next year. I love that. Profit Profit Engine version two. I'm excited to follow along and see what version two looks like, um, see how you and your sons are bringing this business together. Um, it sounds like you guys are up to some incredible things. So um, if anyone wanted to reach out to you, find you, where where can they uh, get in touch? Um, the website is myprofitengine.com. Okay. Uh, and you can find me on um, X, I'd say now, Twitter. That's where I tend to hang out. Um, I, I follow a lot of the guys in there. I think for link building SEO, it, it's really, really good. Um, and I need to tell you my handle because I haven't, what is it? Um, I think I put it in as Chief Mechanic. I don't know why that was. It's at J-M-0-R-R-1-S. But it's Jay Morris. You'll find me there. Um, so I talk about link building and sometimes about soccer. But 
And you'll find us on LinkedIn as well. Uh, Jasper as well. I'd give Jasper a follow because he's always um, putting, putting things on LinkedIn. He's always got a, a different way of looking at things. So um, I'd follow Jasper as well on, on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure to um, include some notes for everybody so they can reach out and find you. But again, Jason, you've been fantastic. And I, I really appreciate hearing your story and having you join me today. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you.